Welcome to the Hypertech Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We, 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 we are the We're the excited conversation we all have with our friends about the nerdy things we love and geek about. We, we are, are the Hypertech. I am the hype! <laughs> What's up, everyone? How you doing? Answer me, bitches. Oh, well, how are you doing? <laughs> Tell us <you're> <laughs> Like, I didn't What's know it was an that was right. like a right. S. I didn't Clean. know those. Yeah. Clean. Clean. No, that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, I live with you. You've heard me cussing at video games all day. <laughs> you oh. know what I'm doing. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to leave this whole thing in. <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone else in the, in the podverse. How are you doing? This is Rudy, and we're back with the Hypotech podcast. And once again, I'm joined by Jermaine, Doug, and Isaac. What's up? Howdy. This week, we're going to go into... The spooky season. The spooky dookie season. <laughs> but before that, we're going to go ahead and give you our thoughts on uh, on Ahsoka in the season finale and mm-hmm. you know how we feel about how it ended. But first, do you have anything you were excited to do last weekend or are excited to do in the coming months? Yeah. This past week, uh, we went, I went to uh, the big SoCal Euro car show thing in Irwindale. And it fucking rained on us, but it was kind of funny to oh, like. That's where it was in Irwindale? Yeah. Mm. Um, I passed by it all the time and it's, it's, I was there earlier this year, uh, for another car show, but this one, this one I went to because my brother-in-law, um, and his, uh, car club Wiseman's found at Wiseman's underscore VW on Instagram. Uh, they were featured and their cars looked fucking delicioso, delicioso. But the bummer part about it was <clears throat> they like pass out awards and stuff like the best, you know, V-Dub uh, bus and the best, whatever. They were, they were apparently, even though they were featured and everyone was eyeballing their, their V-Dubs, their bugs, um, and, like, everybody was taking pictures of, the, of their fucking cars. And uh, it's, I have a video up on my Instagram, uh, on 4 FPV. They didn't win anything oh. at all. There wasn't even a, a bug, like, genre or whatever. And I was, like, salty about it, but... Other than getting rained on, it was it was a fuckload of fun. That sounds like something that a letter should be written. <laughs> were they write an angry letter? Bro. Were they you know good show cards though? Like were they should they have been recognized? One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean they were featured in uh, was it like Automotive Trends magazine or whatever? And um, every I mean I took a time lapse of like the people that were walking up to their cars. It looked. I mean I walked around and and all the other cars looked. They looked okay and looked kind of cool, but like their bugs were the best. And it's not just because I knew them; like they looked badass, clean. Well, we got something for the uh, for the judges that. Move this man! Yeah. Now, fuck you, judges! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible announcers, <laughs> Doug. Oh, I saw the Equalizer three. Ooh, I, I so, really liked it. I was so mad when I, he told me he was going. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I watched one and two the other week because I hadn't seen them. Though mm-hmm. they were on my list. Oh, you're and lucky. You got to watch them all back to back. Yeah, and one and two, one you and two were seen good. That? No, yeah, good plug there. Uh, what, what are we talking about? I, I need a mallet. <laughs> one and two, one and two were really good. Uh, I enjoyed them there for what they were. But um, the third one, I I thought was a like a, I know I say it all the time. <laughs> it was a really good. Put it on the shirt. Yeah, uh, you know I kind of went in there just expecting almost mindless action and it ended up being more than that. Yeah. I thought it was surprisingly good as well. Yeah. The only, the only might, 
I I have zero problem with the gore and like the 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 ultra violent yeah. uh, killings, uh, but. I, I kind of like don't like when movies do it because then it's like there are less people that I can uh, suggest this movie to. Oh, interesting. You know, like because it, the movie is worth watching and, and all that, but then it's like, oh, hey, you should watch this, and they're like, that was really violent. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot they showed like people's like skulls getting cut in half. Like, True. <laughs> like it, you know, it, it's a shame. I think in a way, or and they my, need to make a PG version. I did a video review found a forehead film, whatever. Um, and the, one of the things that, uh, I kind of put it in was, it felt like a, like a less flashy John Wick. Yeah. But like the, vi- see the violence it was needed cause he like used it as a tool kind of like Batman. Yeah. But I mean, and there's ways that movies can show the ultra violence without actually showing like this. Sco- I mean, yeah, I'm not complaining like for my own, mm-hmm. like I, I don't have a problem. I think it's cool and, yeah. and it's good to see the violence cause it, helps the character like you see like okay this guy he doesn't fuck around no but and he enjoyed it too yeah but there's there's been a few movies that i'm always like oh man this was so fun like i bet i'm not going to suggest it to a lot of people because <laughs> i know they won't like it because there's brains on the ground or something you got to surround yourself with some tougher people <laughs> wow yeah the, the reason i jumped in and said i was mad when he said he was going is because i haven't seen one and two mm. either you haven't seen that and I always get clips on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, that looks like a good movie. I should watch those two, and I just never got around to it. And yeah. then when 3 came out, I'm like, oh, well, now i got to watch the first two before but I see luckily, 3. I think you could watch 3 without it, it. Without him. Like, there's there's well, a little bit of yeah. uh, character, like, just understand he has OCD. He likes things to be neat, and he's, like, the, the general idea is, like, if he sees an injustice, he's he's got the capability to handle it. Mm. There's, like, a little callbacks, but they did a pretty good job with, like, flashbacks to, like, kind of give you a clue. But anyway. I'd suggest that. I was pretty He's efficient. Mm-hmm. Jermaine? So I started my uh, spooky season list, mm-hmm. which I'm going to uh, watch a few things. I'm, I'm going to rewatch a anime movie uh, called uh, Vampire Hunter D, Bloodlust, which I haven't seen that in a couple years. Yeah. Is that so a, I got to dive back into that. Was that a standalone movie and not the series? Yeah, the standalone movie. Um, or was it a series or just a movie? Both. I think there was a... I don't remember if there was like a mini series or something like oh, that. Oh, no, wait. It's a film series. Oh, okay. But I'm going to rewatch that because I believe it's been over a decade. And it's one of my favorite ones. And then uh, I have to watch uh, the new Resident Evil Death Island that dropped. I believe it was July seventh or something like that and that's blasphemy because i haven't seen it yet it's it's like their uh cgi movie franchise oh it's a continuation of that yeah um, like it's in that um oh wow it looks cool i gotta had, check that out i hadn't heard that title at all well now i'm excited for that too and then i'm gonna finally watch uh the kingdom on netflix which i haven't started yet which is another oh, one, i've heard good things another blasphemy but it's uh it's supposed to be what is it like a deceased king rises and a mysterious plague be, uh, begins to spread and the prince must face this new breed of of enemies it's one of those zombie movies but but takes place in like uh korea but in like the i don't know what you would call their period cuz i'm just thinking about japan and the feudal japan, their yeah. feudal area it's kind of i think it's kind of the same thing yeah I so mean, it's in that 
that, look wise look wise it's kind niche, of the same thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry i apologize so that's uh, career. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, on my list uh, of to start off my spooky season but i did watch um uh zombie land uh double tap because i hadn't watched that and i just finally watched it last weekend oh man i don't you i haven't i don't know if i've seen that, that. oh yeah hmm Mm. I might have, but mm. I don't remember it. Thanks for bringing it. I kind of forgot it existed. <laughs> Let me write that one down too. Yep. So that's what I'm going to be doing starting off my spooky season. But I really enjoyed uh, part two, Double Tap. I do remember they said they were going to um, make it into a series, but then they decided to go back on it and make it into a movie. And it was good for what it is. Like I like all that stuff. Like I still like the, uh, uh, what is it that they have in there? Like the kill of the. Kill of the oh, week. Yeah. oh, yeah. yeah like the kill, kill of the, the week. week spoilers i think it's like kill of the year now or something like nice. that so it's just one of those things but it was a fun movie like i liked it all around any movie that like does that kind of stylized form mm-hmm. of like throwing mm-hmm. yeah, yeah text up yeah. and stuff like yeah. that i enjoy it because you know like i've said I, I think movies have gotten too grounded and it's yeah. fun to like mm-hmm. think outside the box it's fun when they realize like this is a visual art form yeah. and like yeah. you you don't have to give yeah. us real life you can give us Art, mm-hmm. which you know sometimes exactly. is a freeze frame of a zombie's exactly. getting its head blown off. You throw some text up there like a jot or something right? like that. Fucking great, love it. I love that. I did actually want to get into. Um, I did want to read the manga for a series that me and Rudy started uh, back in the day. Uh, High School of the Dead. Did I? Was I reading that? Yeah, I was reading that. But I just recently heard because I wanted to get back into it, but I don't think they finished it because the creator. I, th- I think he passed in 2017. So it's just one of those things I'm like, mm. so I don't know if they 100% finished it or, or, or they just left it. I remember watching the anime and then from there, because they didn't, they were finished the anime either. Like mm-hmm. it went up to a certain point and yeah. just stopped. Yeah. I went looking for the manga and I think the manga just went up to a certain point and just stopped too. And I'm just like, Oh, I guess they just abandoned this. Yeah. The whole thing. It's like good, like gory zombie movie, but like, mm-hmm. Damn near pornographic fan service in it too. Mm-hmm. So I'm on board. <laughs> that was one of those. Yeah. I'm, I'm in for that. Where's my lotion? I, was, I, I still want you guys. I, to, you. <laughs> I still want you guys to dive into All of Us Are Dead, uh, the one series on Netflix. That's a cool one. It's almost on that level of High School of the Dead. Remember the All of Us Are Dead? Oh, I have yeah, the heard one that. With the kids. I have heard that title. You like the kids in high school. Yeah, but it's a pretty good series too. Like it's a new. It's a new take on like the zombie strain. Like they add a little new element to it, which I thought was pretty cool. That's cool. That's cool. I think we could do a show on on zombies. We better like maybe maybe bring up like we don't need to talk about Walking Dead and shit, but maybe we can bring mm-hmm. up uh, well, like, all all zombies everywhere all at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, it was you that hadn't seen? Yeah. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Some bitch. Uh for myself, I didn't really do much. Um, Doug was kind enough to invite me to a sake tasting over the weekend, and I realized that all of the sake I have drank up to this point is trash. <laughs> Absolutely. Tr- like trash restaurant, restaurant sake yeah. does not represent what sake can actually be. It might as well be dirty dishwater yeah. compared to what I what touched my lips that week this weekend. Um, and I'm excited to go out and like actually find these bottles and like add them to the collection so you guys can try them. Hell yeah. Um, other than that, like this coming up is, is probably like my least favorite entertainment wise because we're going into Halloween. So 
<laughs> I'm just not excited for anything. Um, although Ahsoka has been going and it just finished, and we had their uh, the season finale, and I think we should jump into into that. We've, so we've all watched it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. we're all responsible yes, yes. nerds that do the right thing and watch oh, yeah. it when it drops. Stop okay. eyeballing me. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I'm you're anybody. sitting like I'm just eye fucking you, right? <laughs> let me help you out here. <laughs> so let me let me give my my overall impression real quick, and then I don't know if you guys want to chime in on it. the The series started out good. It had like a, a good beginning where they kind of explained everything without you know getting too heavy handed with with all that. The middle ramped everything up like the middle episodes like were really good like story-wise advancing everything like superb and then they just kind of lost momentum with the last two episodes like it it still finished the way i expected it to finish setting up the rest of the story but i think from the supercharged middle to the kind of like coasted to the end was it was a little jarring but i still enjoyed it so can i chime in cuz i was talking to Rudy before you guys all came in and this is my take on what we've been getting so far whether you go back to the mandalorian Mm. or just the ahsoka series in general so my take on all this because we knew or because we know that it's that the series was going to finish but it was going to leave us hanging Mm -hmm. that they were going to that they're supposed to do a movie you know to wrap all this up so my theory on that is we're legit watching the uh the 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 Star Wars opening uh crawl. Oh all these series. I like that. This is my take on yeah. it. So you get all these uh, you know, all these different series, but it's but it's the story that you would get in the opening crawl that we're actually witnessing. I like that. And then we go into the stuff because like Rudy mentioned to me there are Star Wars fans that don't watch the cartoons or, you know, don't mess with it. They just dabble in the movies. So they they would have to get introduced to these characters that are only in the cartoons. So that's that's my take on it. Yeah, I, that works. I agree. I, I think I said from the beginning that Ahsoka was the most Star Wars Star Wars thing I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they they really delved into a lot. And again, if you if you had watched the cartoons, you, it wasn't so uh, new. But if you hadn't, it was there was a lot going mm-hmm. on. And to your point, the last two episodes where they trailed off is, I think it's because we got into completely new grounds. Like yeah. we were in a new galaxy, new world. Um, you know, and then like they then they leaned even heavier into like the witches and you know skull. Uh, Balin Skull and and Shin Hati, Shin Hati, yeah, Shin Shin Hati, yeah. You know they <laughs> like their story. Just on now, like their story felt like it was going to be like a big point in yeah. the conclusion, and then it petted off because they, they're they're setting up. You know, it's that mm-hmm. it's that same thing that we're we're going to deal with any any of these IP franchises. Um, there's always going to be these like setups that don't get answered in the current thing. Which is fine because we know more is coming. Because you know they might even continue some of the story into like Mandalorian. Obviously not with those two because they're in they're in another galaxy. But um, so yeah, I, I feel like that's something that a lot of these sto- these these shows are probably going to feel like a lot. You know, as they they set up things, they don't answer it all the time. And I think it's just kind of we have 
to accept it, maybe? Well, that's the thing with Star Wars, that it's, there's things that you get in the comics, there's things that you get in the novels, there's things you get in the cartoons, and then there's stuff you get in the shows. Like, But those, but those are all information, key points, you know, that uh, things are explained. And if, and if you don't venture off in all, in mm-hmm. all of those avenues, you're not going to get the full story. And in case we haven't done it already, spoiler alert here. Imperial spoilers have entered the base. Imperial spoilers have entered the base. So I, I've been better at picking up those, picking up on those moments that I feel like, Oh, there's, an importance to you know because they paused on it. There's there's a musical sting here or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, like when um, Morgan was given like that sword, that flaming sword, and I, 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 you know, if if I wasn't hyper aware about picking up on those the important things, I would have thought, well, that's random, a flaming sword, but. Thanks to Ryan Aaron's screen crush because he helps break these things down for me because I'm not going to scour, you know, all of the the media to look for those answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like they they did have that sword in um, was it the Clone Wars animated series, I believe. And so I go, OK, so that's why it wasn't just like a new thing out of nowhere, you know, like, yeah, like even with the gods and stuff like that, you know, the, the, yeah. were, like there was a lot of people that I was reading online that some people didn't know that they were canon and you know that because not everybody watched the cartoons you know and they were like oh yeah they were in the cartoons you know so therefore they're canon you know so there was a lot of people that didn't know about that and the fact sorry and the fact that that um you know so the the whole in the world in between worlds was Mm -hmm. um i guess introduced into live action i was like okay upon my research i go they have to bring up the the daughter the father in uh, the sun, and then when I saw that statue, I was like, "Ooh!" Now I don't know. I don't have any theories. I don't know why. What the significance of the missing daughter is, um, or why Balin is where he was at the end of that that mm-hmm. season. But oh, I'm intrigued. Man, I like Balin. It's it's. I like Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, he passed, and um, I think they should recast. They're gonna have to recast. I hope they do. They Such a strong to. character. I, yeah. Such a strong character. I unless they they only continue his character in in like the comics or books or something like that, which I think would be a shame because I'm sure the majority of the audience enjoyed his character. So somebody had said, sorry. So somebody had said, um, Star Wars is kind of afraid of like recasting, like the scene where Hera is um, on the stand or whatever in front of the 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 Senate or the Council or whatever for her, you know, war crimes or whatever bullshit um and then c3po pops up and that moment i go oh i bet leia was supposed to pop up and he you know sort of was the messenger for leia but it's it's that thing of would they should they have recasted leia and if so who they would they have recasted? Did like you know um what they did with luke but I, I feel like it's it's because she passed and they're trying to I, I think yeah, I think it's a little put harder. that respect, you know, and it, yeah. even though you can now with technology AI, you could recreate her voice, and it's just one of those things that uh, it's the same thing with Chadwick Boseman. You know, it's it's do you do you recast or do you 
push the movie forward. At the time, I did feel like uh, they 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 shouldn't recast, but after a little while, I I, I just felt like, like they should have. Can I give a little quick hot take, by the way? Mm-hmm. I think that it would be more disrespectful to have AI fill in the role, mm-hmm. you know, with deep fakes and body doubles and all this shit, because it ends up just not looking real, and then it takes you out of the moment, and it does that character a disservice. Um, I think... Uh, um, I think Carrie Fisher was quoted as saying, oh, I'm not famous. I have Princess Leia's face. Princess Leia's famous. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you do that character, that important, powerful character, a disservice and deep fake it and AI it, the internet will go even crazier. Yeah, you're going to have your naysayers. That's the internet. Oh, that's yeah, the internet. That's that. the world. But if you throw someone in there, not throw, excuse me, if you strategically place and cast a good actor in there that gives a shit about the role that's going to come through. And I think that then the nerd world can go, okay, a little less people being pissed off. Yeah. A a couple things. Uh, One Balin, you know, the star Wars world lives with a lot of people that wear masks. So if they wanted to, they could always do a quick, quick AI, give us Ray Stevens face for like an episode and then something happens and he needs to start wearing a mask. I think that'd be a quick, easy fix Um, device. Yeah, a little. Um, and then I read, this isn't my original thought, but I was reading an article where someone was talking about the recasting, and they were talking about Luke Skywalker specifically, how this whole time frame, like the formation of the New Republic, and I know we, we now see that Luke is like forming this new Jedi temple, but it is so unbelievable that Luke wouldn't be involved in any of this, like especially with Thrawn coming back, and maybe he will be. Right, like maybe they will bring in AI or um, CG, de-aged whatever deep fake Luke, and and like you said, I, I think it would just be a disservice. Like just recast them, I, and I don't know if they're maybe gun shy because the Han Solo recasting AI, yeah. wasn't taken. But Lando, I mean, I think generally people kind of like Lando's recasting. I mean, um, they're gonna. Uh, they're are they? Have they confirmed a um, Lando movie? Yeah. yeah, I think it's, it was going to be a series, but I think they're going to make yeah, a, movie a movie with with uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, because man, that guy he embodied that role. You just need somebody, the right person, to embody the yeah. role. And and the crazy thing is, is like Sebastian Stan. I think the fans have been saying oh, he could I, be Luke yeah. Skywalker. I think he yeah. expressed interest. I think even Mark Hamill like didn't really have much to say about it. Or he's got the I do jobs. believe he said that he he wouldn't do the role unless Mark Hamill blessed him to actually do it but also he did say no one has ever come to me to say yeah. do you want to <laughs> take on the role of luke skywalker i mean i'm sure um what is lucas's visual effects industrial lights and magic ILM. ilm yeah i'm sure they like want the challenge of like no no we can we can deep fake in mark hamill but i, I think at a certain point someone needs to step up and say let's just recast yeah because we we've talked about this, me and Jermaine, about like corridor crew, mm-hmm. corridor digital covering like deep fakes, yeah. and, and it works sometimes. But it's and not other times it doesn't. see recasting is not a thing that's unknown to Star Wars because you had the the original movies, and then they came back into the prequel, which they recasted. You know, people. So it's not like it's an unknown trait mm-hmm. for Star Wars to you know to do, but it's I believe because. Like we mentioned, the 
Han Solo movie got a little bit of backlash. That's why they're fearful of all that stuff. But it's just a thing. Like if you have, like we mentioned, a good actor or actress, you know, to go into these roles, because there's 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 so much story there to tell, and there's a lot of these characters that you just want to see on the big screen or in a series, but it's that fear. What? Hold on. Yeah. What? If you had your choice, what would you? What would you rather have? Would you have a recast or would you have a deep fake, de aging, recast? At least for the well, for the characters that are alive. For so. who's alive, you can do a, you know, a de aging, or do the same thing what they did with Count Dooku. You know, just put his head on someone else's body. Yeah, just put. You know, you have options. That's just what we're saying. Like, there's options there, but for me. Just seeing Luke in the Mandalorian, I didn't mind that at all. Because you know he's older, but in the show, in this time period, he needs to be a younger version of himself. And I I do think technology is there where it's where it's good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not perfect, but it's good enough to to show what they need to do. Oh yeah, and it's just getting better and better. Yeah. If if they have the small scenes like Luke had in The Mandalorian, uh, but if if it's a if it's full fucking episodes, yeah, that's ooh, the, that's, that's, tough. Exact, that's exactly how yeah. I feel. Like for that, it's tough for that one piece of of Mandalorian, like that was perfect, like the deep fake aging. But yeah. if he's gonna be, like damn your star in a whole other series or film, like I, they just need recast. You can't keep that up. And you know, I can speak uh, as a Star Trek fan. Here the idea, go. the idea of recasting uh, any of these like major like characters. At first, I was so like nervous when J.J. Abrams rebooted the cartoon or the cartoon. When J.J. Abrams rebooted the movies, I, I was like, "Who, uh, who the hell are they going to get to play these these iconic characters?" And then I absolutely uh, accepted them all. Like all of them did so good. And then in the new series like strange new worlds and discovery they've recast spock they've re- they have a young uhura they've uh, introduced james t kirk and and again it, you know it's like kirk especially was one that's like ah oh, that's william shatner but no chris pine was kirk to me and now this new guy is kirk to me I, I think i think it works now i know you know if they look too different then you know your comic books and your your novel art you know mm-hmm. might get Weird to people, yeah. But you know, you just do your best to make them look as close as possible. Oh no, but that's the thing. Like, I'm all for the recasting. I'm all for it. Like, there's no bad side of that because, like I just mentioned, they have recasted before, yeah. so they just need to go ahead and just make it happen. But um, other than that, that was a good good conversation on, on uh, recasting. That I, I agree. like it. I yeah, that was, that was a great conversation. <laughs> good one. Uh, hey, hey guys, thanks it, for tuning in to the Hypertech <laughs> Podcast. Uh, again, I'm here uh, with Douglas Trevine and Rudy. And now, uh, that was the same time. Hey, <laughs> any, any other uh, moments in Ahsoka that you liked? I was just about to ask that, like about the maybe not over the whole series, but like in that in that season finale, was there anything that that stood out? Because it was kind of a as much action as it was. It was kind of a slower burn than I did. What? What I liked was uh, the moments between uh, Ahsoka and Sabine. Like, because you know their history, you know their past, 
but I just like the fact that they're that they're just embracing everything and they're not trying to you know uh, have those have those past issues that they've had with their masters and yeah. all that stuff you know come forward into this and that they're just kind of accepting and believing in the force you know with Ahsoka trusting the whales and all that stuff to lead them you know over there and just you know and just her realizing that you know Sabine had to make that choice you know it was it was her choice to make and that's what you know she chose and it's just that I I just like their relationship and that she didn't leave leave her there for for a split second I thought she was gonna leave him on that uh oh yeah well I I think that at at first when Ahsoka used her force echo Mm -hmm. ability and realized that Sabine made that choice. She was pissed. Mm -hmm. She was fucking pissed. And then when she was went into the world between worlds and had that last lesson Mm -hmm. from her master. So, you know, her lessons, her training is complete. Then she was able to gain that balance, gain Mm -hmm. that center and become Ahsoka the white. I think without that, she would have still been pissed. She would have still held a grudge. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But, that last encounter with Anakin helped her uh, realize what the actual role or importance, uh, or rather the, the dynamic of Master and Padawan. So they set and they would into have the, failed. Because the, the, the line that I felt so powerful was, I'm going to back you in all of your decisions, mm-hmm. as my Master did mine. Mm-hmm. With what we just talked about, do you guys consider Anakin now... Does he have the ability now to stop death as in what he did for Ahsoka? Because I honestly believe that if if he didn't do that for her, you know, have that last lesson and her realizing, you know, and her having to choose to live, it would have been bad blood this whole way. And Thrawn is not a person that you want to be divided with. And even um, um, what's the robot's name again? Hu Yang, yeah, Hu <laughs> Yang. Um, that he told him, you know, you guys are better together. Yeah, and just the fact that they stay together, I believe in my core that that's the only way they survived. Because if they didn't, I think they would have all been dead. Oh, easily. I mean, I think Ahsoka even said that to Sabine. Mm-hmm. Did anyone else that story beat that that Hu Yang dropped about? when Sabine was training and that when Mandalore was was wiped out and that her family was gone, Ahsoka stopped training her because she thought she was training for the wrong reasons. I caught that. Mm-hmm. Do you think the place where they dropped it was was impactful at the end of the series? Or would that have been a, a little bit more better to know at the beginning of the season when they were talking about them not not meshing as a master and apprentice. I sometimes kind of like when they do that, though, when they, they kind of wait to the end and you they drop that bomb and you're like, oh, that explains a lot. Because, I mean, it, I guess it wasn't, like, super important to the overall story of this show. Uh, but then we get that last little moment. And, and I guess, like, in previous episodes, there was never really a moment that they could drop that in mm-hmm. until now we have Ezra asking what's going on. And, w- and, and it, it plays two parts where... Ezra, it kind of reminds the audience like, okay, Ezra's missed a lot, you know, and he needs to be caught up on everything. And, and it still it gets, hasn't been. Yeah. 
Although I think someone said that they hint that like off screen she maybe told him stuff, which I hate. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's implied, yeah. and you, you you have to imagine that he's mm-hmm. you know because well, I mean, I think episode the last episode began with him kind of saying like, okay, so the empire fell, right? Yeah, she did off screen a whole bunch of you yeah. know yeah. the history yeah. to him. So I will say this is what Rudy mentioned about them dropping that knowledge. I will say this is like a perfect example of. We don't have to get into civil war, but when Iron Man, like they waited till the very end for him to find out that Bucky was the one that you know killed his parents, and I used to think about that too. I was like, should they have dropped that earlier, mm. or should they have waited? But I think it would have just been a lot if they would have kind of dropped that in the beginning. But where they dropped it, I felt now that it was good that it was just right there because it was more so a conflict. Between those three, not everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So what I, um, you're right. The placement of that drop is important because it, if done too early, it does do something and it's not Mm -hmm. like a bad thing, but it's like, it's like, it's like going like, this is good, but this is better. Mm -hmm. And so if you were to have dropped it early and it could have gotten thrown on, thrown in on like a two line exposition from some side character or whatever. Right. And then you would have been like, oh, okay, I get it. That's why. That's why uh, mm-hmm. Ahsoka and Sabine. Okay, and then you kind of go throughout the whole show, but to to drop that at the very end, it doesn't. It puts more importance in their um, their you know reestablish unity as Padawan mm-hmm. and and Master. Now, you know, gives that little extra oomph, double mm-hmm. up. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> good points. Good points. It's interesting how much I guess uh, any Master uh, Jedi worries about i mean just that that constant fear about someone going to the dark side and i think you know you look at the new trilogy the the sequel trilogy that whole setup with like luke and kylo you know luke since the kylo might be going to the dark side or whatever wanted to kind of stop him like again that that fear that you're you're training a force user who might end up going to the dark side because of reasons like revenge or, or something uh, I think that's just kind of an interesting that goes interesting thing that goes mm-hmm. on in that whole world, and then maybe it helps justify, you know, what ended up happening in the in, in the, the new guys, trilogy. Do you guys feel like it's just a, a ongoing struggle for a master and a padawan that has just been going on, or do you think it has to do more so with Vader, Anakin and Vader? Uh. I'm sure it's always kind of existed. Mm-hmm. And then it just, in that world, post, post Jedi fall, like, you know, you have so few Jedi around to be role models or, or mentors, you know, cause I know there was always master and Padawan, but you also always had the council that you can go talk to. And, yeah. and, and so in that world where there's just so few, I think it'd be very easy, you know, cause I, I'm assuming, you know, the empire was very like, suppressing and then people felt powerless Mm -hmm. and so to come along and give someone power in the form of training them like a jedi that power is going to be tempting to to put like you want you want to push that power Mm -hmm. and and the best way to push that power is you know go to the dark side and especially if it's you know some youngling or somebody in in general that has a past that they've been through pain oh yeah so that has to do a little bit. With I will it say, as well, I was interested in uh, Ahsoka's ship 
and Huyang with all the lightsaber parts. Mm-hmm. I feel like that should be something that like Luke, like they should have given a lot of that to Luke, and maybe they did because Luke's trying to form a new Jedi. Like no, they can't give it to Luke because he'll just throw it away. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I'm kidding. I, I do. I I was a little disappointed that they didn't do anything with a Kyber crystal. Hmm. They showed Ezra building his lightsaber, and I really wasn't expecting him to like fire it up. I thought they were going to do something with like, okay, now let's get your Kyber crystal, figure out like which which one is mm-hmm. you or or whatever. But he just kind of fired it up, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that that's such a missed moment to show that because I don't know how much. I know in Rogue One they talked about Kyber crystals, mm-hmm. and but I don't know if any if any of the other movies or live action shows have ever really touched on Kyber crystals being like the the thing that fires up the oh. the lightsaber. Not really. Not, yeah, not, not so in the live action stuff. It's it's it was such an easy moment to just add a little bit of, and, and you could maybe have seen like that they only had building. a few left. Like, I mean, you know, who even could have said like this is our last one because I know the Empire was setting out to destroy a lot of them, right? Because mm-hmm. they were trying to wipe out the existence of, or even the knowledge mm-hmm. of Jedi. So, well, not only it's that, just a missed opportunity. The Death Star ran on a on Kyber crystals. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so yeah, just missed opportunity. Yeah. A little little dang it. I feel like there that that building the lightsaber moment among a bunch of other things as far as Ezra's character or storyline, so much of it was like missed opportunity, kind of lackluster. Yeah, but they did end up like he ended up with the uh the part that was the right. same as Kanan's, yeah. right? His masters. Which, you know, again, if you watch the cartoon, you realize, you know, Kanan escaped order 66 as a child and ran off and, and kind of did his own thing. And then he ended up with Ezra as an apprentice. And so these were like, you know, wild Jedi, right? They're not, they're not under the order. And so they were kind of always doing their own thing. And then, so that moment at the end to meet Hu Yang, who's been training Jedi at the council, you know, for the order forever. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of dropping this knowledge and just saying like, okay, this was Kate. Like, you know, I think it, it helped Ezra, and Sabine like kind of connect to that Jedi past that they never got. And, mm-hmm. and that it was very subtle in that moment, but I, I appreciated it because it wasn't it. Yeah. Like I said, it allowed them to maybe feel like actual Jedi instead of just these force users that have been trained by Jedis. Well, that's what I mean. Like just in that moment, he's building it instead of like throwing it together, just having a, just having a, a beat of a moment of like, you know, the construct. I don't. I don't know. That's just me. Why? I do again with him. I wanted more uh, like emotion behind it. Also, also, I was really annoyed at the very end when he steps off of the the A wing, the Imperial shuttle thing. Yeah, he was uh, accompanied by A wings. Sorry, not the, Oh, yeah. Okay, and oh. keeps his fucking helmet on the entire time. He. I'm like, dude, you're gonna get shot. Take your helmet off. Take your helmet off. What are you doing? Finally, now because you wanted to be cool. Great. Yeah, I thought that was like, uh, yeah, it, it was. It <laughs> was. It was, was a rare, for, purely for the buildup. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the rare moments I think in in the series in a lot of the new Star Wars stuff where the, it was just purely for the show, and it it just didn't make Hated sense. It. I understand why he had to escape wearing it. Sure, but as soon as he like approached uh, that fleet, uh, it, it was he like he should have had it off and. And like yeah. I understand the moment, like you know, it being cool and he has a helmet on, and you know, but he waited such a fucking long time, like it was way too many beats. It was way too many beats. He didn't even need to fly with that thing. As soon as he he launched that shuttle, it would have been like, nope, 
I guess he was meeting uh, Hera, like a friend of his, mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't know. I guess I could see if uh, I was going to surprise. Just pranking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Just pranking. It's the prank, right? It's the. Uh, Just pranking. Haha, <laughs> gotcha. It's the uh, the military dad that's like in the high school mascot, you know, and, and the kids up there taking their photos and they don't know, and then they take some mascot out. Yeah. It was, for the, it was, a, it was a friendly moment or two. Like, he wanted to see her surprise. Mm-hmm. Did it uh, for the gram. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Risk, risk getting shot for mm-hmm. it, right? So ultimately. Uh, doing it for the gram, like but anyways, her, her, sorry, her, her reaction to him, like that was the reaction I was expecting Sabine to have when she saw him. Full, nah, full stop. I can't help you with that. Yeah, that's that's the way they did it, and that's the way they did it. Yeah. So yeah. whatever, and I don't have to like it. <laughs> yeah. Again, I, I, I had no problem with the way Sabine and Ezra met. I know we covered I, that. Yeah, I, I think no, but I mean, I think it's it's great that I mean, character people are different, right? And, and ten years past, Doug. I know. I they know. traveled across into another galaxy. I know. She betrayed her master. I know. Okay. I'm just saying, people, okay. people well, are different. My piece. People are different. People are especially different. People, hey, people are different. Are different. And, and, people, and, and like in an alien or like a world like this, a fantasy world where people are coming from different planets, like, I don't know. She's a Mandalorian. Do they get emotional? I mean, the, here's the anthropologist in me, like speaking up. Like, every, every culture is going to have a different way to meet people and stuff like that. And I, I appreciate. When a character is not like what you expect, like they're not every character is not going to react the same way you react, and so I, I could see that. Like I said, I could totally see, Ooh. I could totally see like <laughs> not seeing some a friend for like ten years, and like you finally travel like across like the world to go see him, and just being like, "Hey, what's up?" High five. Absolutely, could see that <laughs> right away. Be like, "Yeah, where can we get a drink?" He, he that would the, be my reaction. He got the off screen handy. It's fine. <laughs> That's my head cannon. It's under the helmet. <laughs> Put the back on. Keep hearing. Bing, 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 bing. I always thought of you as my sister. My stepsister. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Go get stuck in that dryer. <laughs> I'm stuck in the trash compactor. You're nothing of the force brother. <laughs> all the little, all uh, little uh, turtle guys watching. <laughs> Takes a whole 45 minutes to get there. Turtle crab, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I did like the whole. Um, then they pull out a space butt plug. <laughs> And there it is. <laughs> All black with like little white spangles on it. <laughs> 44 minutes in. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah. 44 minutes in. Sheesh. The kind of crystal instead of the, the regular jewel on the, on Ooh, the end. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. We're, I'm not playing into that. Uh, I was. So I was happy that they brought the Night Sister Resurrections. Back or not back, but into the yeah into the live action stuff because they it was a a prominent feature of the video game where you're on Dathomir and you're fighting through all of these uh, Force Witch zombies that mm-hmm. one of the surviving Night Sisters resurrects, and then in the in the cartoons, yeah, they they did it again there too. So I think we mentioned it on the show before, but the the Night Sisters were all wiped out by Palpatine's order, right? Yeah. Okay. Because he was afraid of their power or something. He just didn't want any rivals. Yeah, makes sense. And he had uh, Dookie in his back pocket, so he sent them. He sent him to to wipe them, wipe them out. Because they they mentioned that um, Thrawn awoke the sisters, so there was some sort of like witch force magic slumber. I heard that. I don't know if I heard that on like some other video or if like. That was actually in the show, where they, they I think I think Ezra he was giving up. the exposition. Oh, was it? Was yeah, it that? that's why I heard it then. Hmm. Um, but man, yeah. that that shot of like all of the uh, sarcophagi, 
Um, is, is, is that what is that what we're going with? Is that what I, we think it is? Yes, so those are all his undead army. Absolutely. Oh yeah, it's those about are all to go ancient. Down. Fuck, dude! Yeah. The uh, Ahsoka and everyone's reaction when the the stormtroopers like were re, re, uh, were resurrected, the night the troopers, the night troopers, yeah, reanimated, priceless. I didn't like the whole scene where they were riding up to the temple and you know Thrawn was raining down hellfire. Yeah, and I like that, that. That whole that whole Rain classic. Hellfire. We got to get to the door, and we got to get to the top of this pagoda. You know, you know, in a sense, like those the classic raid. movies, like the raid, like those kung fu movies, uh, like Bruce Lee, Game of Death, you know, you know, all that stuff where they got to get, you know, through levels to get to the final boss at the top. I like that whole sequence. I love, I love Sabine uh, with her gun kata and her lightsaber. She was yeah. just wheeling and dealing. Oh, I, I, I loved really that. loved when Ahsoka like mid fight like called out. Sabine, blasters. Yeah. Like she saw, yeah. like, you know, you're not too helpful with the lights. Yeah. <laughs> let's switch up. Let's switch up. Or when she was, when they were on the howlers, those wolves, and they're they're like, well, let's use the front entrance. And um, it's Ahsoka and uh, Ezra, they're trying to like force mm-hmm. push the door open. And then Ahsoka's like, let's just tell this dumb bitch to help us out. She'll think she's helping. Help. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you're not doing anything, Sabine. Did did anyone else buy the how she just went from, you know, not being able to to do anything to like just steadily getting absolutely the hang of of the forest through that last. I episode? believe it because yeah, I believe it because her master believes it. <laughs> no, but it's just one of those things. Be, see, if if Ahsoka would have would have stayed on her path of just you know being you know I I don't like her just being angry at her. You know I don't trust you. I don't think you understand. You know what's at stake. That would have blocked all that. But just because Ahsoka now, mm. you know, trusts in everything and, and believes in her, that's pushing her a little bit more to. So Ahsoka had. No, Sabine didn't have the faith in herself. And then Ahsoka wasn't showing her any. And then when mm-hmm. Ahsoka yeah. starts to trust her, she starts to trust herself. Yeah, more, and she yeah that's just what I take it, it as. And yeah. she said the line, trust in the force. And if she hadn't had said that, I was like, dude, you're just going to like trust yourself to force push Ezra. <laughs> I love that they kept like panning back yeah. and he's like, um, uh-huh. are you sure? Well, oh, but we did miss the moment though where uh, Sabine finally oh, yeah. used the force to get her lightsaber. Yeah. Like, she, like she was reaching for it for a cool second. I was like, do it. I was watching that do it. <laughs> and I love that they immediately showed Ezra do it. And just really quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such a great, I love great that. moment. She's like, hey! <laughs> That thing like floated lazily to her. And she's like, "Yeah, I got it." And like, oh. yeah. Even the, the sound of the forest was louder oh, yeah. and more confident. <laughs> but, I love the little comedy beats. But but you know the people because I, I know people are complaining that like she's she's learned it too quickly or she got it. But I would I would put it towards even uh, you know we went axe throwing the other night, right? The first couple times you throw it, I mean, not me. I hit a bullseye the first time I threw it, but everyone else, <laughs> you know, cocky motherfucker. Everyone, everyone else, you're not, you're not hitting it. You know, you're not doing it right. And then once you, once you figure it out, once you, once you figure out like where to put your elbow, once you mm-hmm. when to release, you start hitting it more and more and more and more. So I'm, I, I can't, I'm not I an expert that. on using the force, but I imagine it's like any other skill, not any other skill, but like a lot of skills that we experience in our everyday life where once you figure it out, like, oh. In the earlier episode where she, before she finds it, she's fighting the, the mercenary guys, where she's going through them, like she actually deflects a couple of lightsaber mm-hmm. bolts. And yeah. like, and it, it almost looked like it was on accident, but like, I think because she's a Mandalorian and her all her training is, is martial, that 
in that final battle, like she was trusting her instincts more. And as she started to trust her Jedi abilities more, like she unlocked that potential. You're yeah. talking about the moment where they're, they're running up the stairs and they're on that landing. I think the first or second landing and the other, there's that other hallway that the uh, night troopers are coming down. So we talk about in an earlier episode. No, no, no. no. Oh, I'm sorry. In, um, in the last episode, it's like everything clicks in for her, and she's like using her Mando skills, but also her uh, her Jedi. Well, that that was a progression. Like she okay. went from like she, you know, when they told her to put her her lightsaber away and get her blasters out. From there to the very top, like she kind of came into it. But I'm saying like you could see the glimmers of it. I gotcha. In the, in the earlier they episodes, they didn't like make her you know acquire those powers way yeah. too fast. We're like, okay, I guess because she wasn't overpowered either. Been. Like no, it, it was oh, yeah. basic. It was still you know I was I still say, learn her path. I think. She has potential to be just like the most OP character in uh-huh. the Star Wars universe. Between the Mando training, the uh, God damn it, what's the steel called? Best car, oh, best car. But the best car steel armor, like the weaponry that she she still has oh, a yeah. flamethrower, she still has a grappling hook. She's got their blaster skills. She's got her engineering skills. Uh, I mean, she has potential to be just like fucking badass. Oh, yeah. Her and she'll, Grogu. Be the, she'll be the one to train Grogu. Watch. <gasps> Stop it. Make it happen. Uh, no, I want to note the, uh, I, I giggled at it. I don't know if you guys missed it or if I'm just imagining it probably. But after that scene that I just mentioned, where uh-huh. she's like deflecting things and she's doing really good. Uh, I think, I think it was Ezra. That's like, Hey, you did a really good job. Like a toddler, you uh-huh. know, helping you out. Like, hey, good job, bud. <laughs> did you catch that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do feel Ezra was was unintentionally kind of sending that that, that whole, <laughs> whole episode. <laughs> right. I, I and that's why they weren't the too excited to see each other because he <laughs> she knows he's a condescending asshole. They're just different people. <laughs> that's why it took him forever to take off the mask because he's an asshole. <laughs> They're just different people. Like they might shoot me anyway. Hold on, fucking <laughs> 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 give me shit for that different people conversation. Convers- oh, right. I'm gonna. Right. But I I do feel it's a legitimate if, fucking if, point. If you're a person, Fuck off. sorry, Jermaine, I am so sorry. I have to deal with this asshole. Okay, continue, continue. Maybe no, but up. I do feel like it's one of those things. You know, if if you're a person that doesn't have you know skill or 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 you lack skill, like Isaac. <laughs> but I'm if just you're a person, but if you're around those people, <laughs> no. But anyways, like I was saying, I I I do feel like if you're a person who who doesn't have, you know, the superior skills like everybody around you, but just being around a group like that, uh, that's going to make you better. So that's, besides, like I said, Ahsoka trusting her more, I just feel the fact that she was around people and it was like, this is a life or death situation. Things are going to start to click. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going from uh, trying to move a coffee cup on a on a weird table <laughs> that you walk on <laughs> when, it's, when it's down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw someone very upset about that. Yeah. The Murphy bed of tables. <laughs> yeah, to uh, to like in in the moment of battle. Yeah, oh, yeah I could, I could see. Yeah, because you start you start ignoring the bullshit. You start ignoring the voice that tells you you can't do it, and you're just like, "Well, you fucking better do you it." You have to in yeah. those moments. Yeah, or you die, and then start exactly roll credits. <laughs> there's, a, there's a YouTube channel called How It Should Have Ended, where they do shit like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Star, I think oh, Star yeah, I Wars, all of it has so many moments of just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. if R2 wasn't there, yeah. or if Darth Maul actually hit Anakin when he was <laughs> randomly deciding to run over a kid that he didn't oh know in the God, middle of the I desert. Oh my God, I always forget about that. <laughs> Jesus I like Christ. those edits where they, they show him actually hit Anakin <laughs> and it just credits. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> the Skywalker saga, over. 
Because Darth Maul randomly decided, you know, killing a kid was a good good way to start that day. <laughs> so Star Wars. So it's established now in Star Wars in the live action that zombies are a thing. Thoughts, prayers. Did did anyone else? I I was waiting for the shot, and they they gave it to me when they one of the and in the videos they call they call them purse troopers. The two that were flanking Thrawn. Oh, in the black armor. Yeah, but th- those look more like death troopers to me, like the. From Rogue One, the yeah, the all black ones. Like mm-hmm. anyway, that's a small little detail. Like um, I heard Ryan here call them purge troopers, and I'm like, mm-hmm. like purge troopers, me, but whatever. Um, the shot where the mask is smashed, you see the zombie mouth. That classic shot of you know, yeah, like that was cool shit. I I almost half expected the 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 reanimated stormtroopers to like start you know pop locking and stuff like that. I think one of them might have. Yeah. I I wanted them to turn around like Michael Jackson and start doing a thriller. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that <laughs> give it give it like five days. That'll be on the internet. Someone's doing it. Um, I am glad that they showed that scene with the uh, the purge trooper because I was I was curious if all those uh, stormtroopers, night troopers, were already dead and zombified, mm-hmm. or if if the night sisters were saving it for like this kind of occasion. See when. When uh, Mister by it I mean the reanimation spell. Sorry. When Mister Inquisitor died and all the black smoke popped out of him, I'm like, okay, so that's a feature. And then when Thrawn sent the the two squads to to fight our heroes, um, when they started dying, they, there was no smoke. So I'm like, okay, so they're not dead yet. Uh. But then again, once again, going back to Screen Crush, they made the the comparison that the dark side users are the ones that have that exploding. That greenish black smoke. Yeah, that that smoke escape, um, and that when the regular like resurrectees get hit and fall down, they don't have that. So I'm like, okay, maybe they they could still be dead, but then they made the distinction like, are the volunteers ready uh, for the for the night trooper duty? Like they they volunteered to go up against them, die, and then be resurrected. So Ooh, that so, was so they weren't already dead. They weren't already some dead. obviously were like the purge the purge troopers were, but. Not Man. those, not those guys. The I, see I, the only reason, and it's not a strong theory. The only reason why I think that they were already dead is there was just this eerie stillness about them when they were introduced in the episode before last. I think. Also, the, the way that their their armor was like wrapped in bondage, or not bondage, but uh, the gold. Yeah, the ceiling of the cracks and yeah. stuff like that. But doesn't. Yeah. Isn't that like a Japanese uh, thing? It, where it they, is, yeah. But I mean, it kind of it kind of implies that like their armor was damaged. Yeah. Yes, 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 it was damaged. But mm. now they're they're brand new. My whole thing is that stormtroopers are supposed to be supposed to be super disciplined, so they're supposed to be able to stand in ranks. And then when they when Thrawn is introduced, and they're like, Thrawn, 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 like that was good point. They're, you know, they're still alive. They're they're fanatically loyal to him. It wasn't yeah. a his army of the dead just kind of just shambling. Depends on what kind of zombies ranks. though you have. Yeah, yeah, there have been there have been movies and shows that have the different types of zombies. But, but I think we saw it after they were reanimated in this. They were not like conscious zombies, right? Like there That's was a point, there was yeah. a pretty distinct difference between That's this point, Doug. Them before and after. Got me there, Doug. Them fighting, you know. As yeah. as stormtroopers and then them fighting the zombies. Yeah, cool moment though. Still, <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
So and massive the, foreshadowing. Mean, the, the cynic in me that that whole episode. I think I joked when when uh, Morgan got the flaming sword because we saw Ezra build the lightsaber and then Morgan got the flaming sword. I was just like, well, there's two swords they could sell at Disneyland. <laughs> and then and then realizing like after I said that, I was looking at the stormtroopers and the night troopers. It's like, yep, yeah, this is another toy they can sell. Like, mm. oh, but I mean, how that's do you what feel Star about Wars that sword though? Do we think Ahsoka is going to start wielding that now, or is it just? Oh, dark? I was. I was or is it just a thing? Because she lost one of hers. Yeah. yeah By the I'm way, that you. that uh, double sword saber, like the the Morgan sword, and then Ahsoka saber strike to Morgan was fucking mm-hmm. cool as shit. Oh yeah, that shit like like I literally like yelled. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like damn, you really hurt her, Ahsoka. Yeah. She does like a Mortal Kombat uh, fatality right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Like it was, it was cool the way she like directed that sword into the ground. And you kind of see the its energy kind of like dispel into the ground, and then she's just like, "Give me that shit!" Oh yeah, like that was that was a really cool sequence, which I was really glad for because in that last episode, just her blocking the uh, lightsaber bolts looked a little looked a little wooden to me. Yeah, there was there was a lot of that, and like I don't know if I've ever thought that that looked good in star wars at all but it was always like small moments that it was fine but then like there was a lot of that going on in that whole episode and yeah and especially uh ahsoka i think she because probably because she had the two to deal with that it looked i mean at one point i i felt like rosario dawson was just fucking joking around (laughs) and then they showed her from behind and like she did like right before they cut like she did like a weird twirly thing i was like that's just that that somehow just got through the editing because there's no way. In Attack of the Clones, Obi-Wan does an almost similar kind of twirl move where he's he has his lightsaber and then he kind of flips it in reverse grip and then he does like a quick like that and then you see the the bolt spanging off spring, spraying off his blade and then he returns it to a, his original grip. And I like the way that looked. But this one when she's like doing that her her forms and all of a sudden it just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, oh, no. You should have seen me watching it. <laughs> she did that. I look at Elva and my wife and I go, and I start doing <laughs> like, oh, just now? She's like, oh, it's too many of them. I, you I, know, can't be cool about it. I always feel like bad for the, the actors. And, and again, it shows their professionalism because you look at how much we giggle at things. Like, I would be giggling the whole time. Like, and I think <laughs> you would be going, yeah. um, Elizabeth Olsen talked about that playing Scarlet Witch, how. You know, everyone else is like throwing punches, and she's just like, "I'm just over here doing fucking hand motions." Like, I just feel like the biggest weirdo in the fight. <laughs> oh man, someone needs to re-edit that uh, that scene with the the lightsabers not making the hum, but making the Peter Griffin. The <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> we can do that, right? <laughs> Maybe. Um, but throughout the entirety of Ahsoka, I felt that Rosario Dawson was was a great. Uh, casting choice because of her uh, emotional ability or ability to emote an emotion. But as far as like physical ability, like sword fighting, um, I don't know, maybe it was an age thing or maybe it's just a live action thing. I don't, I don't feel that Ahsoka was like as fast or as nimble as she could have been I'm in the cart in the cartoon. She's doing all kinds of fucking wacky, right. You know, half flips and twirls and all that stuff. And, Maybe, she was like thirteen. Yeah, maybe that would look a little weird in a, a live action sure. with the older, yeah, with no, the I, older Ahsoka. She's more established, that. but still, like they, they could have there. There had to be some kind of way that, for them to make that smoother. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's probably validated. getting that that push to like maybe ground things a little bit more. I feel like if she can jump out of a moving ship, damn it, <laughs> she can do. She could force do anything. 
For what? Yeah. What if you could fucking force push Ezra, you know, beyond this fucking giant chasm to get to the ship? See, but this is why certain people have complaints about you know Star Wars. It all depends on who writes it because you look at the original trilogy, then you look at the prequel trilogy. The lightsaber battles are one hundred percent different. True, but it's just one of those things. That, you know. You just take it as it is, you know. Well, I appreciate it, it throughout this whole series. We got different lightsaber, like different styles of oh, fighting. Big time. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I mentioned how uh, Sabine and Shin, when they had their first battle, like you could tell they like they didn't have a lot of practice with it. You yeah, could kind of, of tell it was raw and mm-hmm. just like going at it. And then when we got Ahsoka versus Balin in not this last episode, but I think the one before that. Oh, um, the shoot where she finally goes, you know, double saber. The, the first part of the second one. Well, the first one was in the second or third episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. The first the one was she used the one, the, yeah. So yeah, the first fight, she used the one lightsaber and she was definitely going like more samurai ish. And then I, I've read something where like there was two different styles there. Yeah, for sure. And I thought that was cool. And then, yeah, she eventually pulled out the, both of them in the second time they fought. Um, I just I think that's cool, and maybe that was the decision why they didn't have her flipping around and stuff like that. Because I think all those fights were very. This is the one time that I'm going to appreciate the groundedness of it because it's it's. I think they were able to play with different swords fighting styles that maybe we are more familiar with. No, absolutely. Whoever choreographed the the sword fight and saber fighting, I mean, I think we said it before when we commented on like uh, the prequels, <clears throat> is that in the deleted. Uh, saber fights that there was like a story to be told and they sort of mm-hmm. missed out on that by deleting it and I feel like they kind of uh, made up for that with uh, with Ahsoka and it's uh, or maybe they didn't yeah, want to fights. because of the Count Dooku scene that we always talk <laughs> about you know and it's and it's two older you know Jedi so it's you know do they really need to be bouncing around like that <laughs> well and then you know going back to the prequels and Darth Maul and I know everyone's going to hate me for this but you know Duel of Fates was fucking amazing right that yeah. whole that whole sequence but they were literally just swinging above each other's heads like it was so much flashiness but the choreography was them just swinging it above each other's heads and they were blocking it like if you were slow it down like no one was going for a blow they were dancing it was a big fucking dance scene. how dare you no I know <laughs> I know what's wrong with dancing yeah but and, and I think that's something that that has changed um, over time is like we've we have gotten a little bit more realistic. And yeah. Even with the new trilogy, I know I've said it before like Ray and and Kylo fighting in that first fight on in Episode Seven, like it was raw, like they were trying to kill each other. Yeah. A, instead of the dance, and and I I know I know because Duel of Fates was amazing. It, it was so cool, but really looking back on it was it it just wasn't that brutal fight no I, i'm on board with that because um i can't really cite any other uh, sword uh, sword fights in any other shows or movies but i always think that right is well they choreograph this so that he knows he's gonna hit here and he know that they're gonna hit there so it is exactly that like you said a dance and and it's flashy and it's cool and i wish i could do that but it is exactly that a dance but what would real sword fighting, real saber fighting look like when you're actually trying to fucking kill the other person? Um, answer that question. But also, who would have won uh, between Ahsoka and Balin? Because she fought him twice, and she kind of met her match. Oh, I think Balin. 
Yeah, I think I think Balin is a badass. We haven't we haven't seen it too much, but I think he he's so calm, and I think he just he knows the like he knows the moves. He's gonna he's just gonna stop her. I do have a question for Isaac's question. This is an inception. This is the question within a question. <laughs> so because he you know just said who would win out of Ahsoka or Balin, mm-hmm. do you guys believe in Star Wars? Yes, that. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> uh, respectfully. Um, do you guys believe that it depends on the force user or the force wielder? Or do you guys think that it depends on the force itself to keep the balance? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> so Isaac mentioned who would win out of Ahsoka or Balin. But do you guys think that it depends on the skill of the force wielder, or do you think it depends on the force keeping the balance? balance. Uh, that will always because it's kind of it's kind of said in this like weird undertone that like the force will balance it out no matter mm-hmm. what happens, right? It's like this predestined thing. The force. I mean, yeah. the the sisters can the they can see the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, if I was a Jedi, I'd keep an app and just be like, how many Jedi have died? Oh, like we're on the winning side right now. Like, I'm not going to fight anybody. Like, I'm just going to stay. I'm good. I mean, the, like once I was like, oh, the, the dark side's winning now. Let's go, buddy. The, the force is on my side. Balance the fucking, out these notes. Like the fucking purists, the, the, the polishers of, of Lucas Balls, they, they absolutely stick to that. To that. No, it's the, the force finds a balance of, you know, this person is, is predestined losing. I personally don't subscribe to that theory. Mm. Like I think Blasphemy. it's last well, I, I think it's it's you know the the skill. Like it's it's always it comes down to skill. Like there's power levels, there's skill, all of that goes. If you want to say the force made these power levels, you know, and they're only going to reach a certain part for this right. person and a certain height for this person, and when these two meet, that gap is going to show. I mean, fine, I can feel that, yeah. but I don't think it's situational. It'll be like, oh, let me let me check the scorecard. No, yeah. fucking dark side's winning, so I dub the winner of this fight. Like, yeah. Are you guys going if, to that battle? If, if I'm anything, not going. It's because the gonna, dark sides are at- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, if anything, yeah, it's like the force, if it is in that balance moment, like it, it's going to try to like, you know, maybe it will give those those helpful moments or, or uh, that guidance mm-hmm. to the side, but ultimately the skill skill might overcome that. I think the force will, will balance out in the long run, not in the short term. Because yeah. I'm on, I'm I'm in your school of thought, Rudy. With like, no, it's not going to be some predestined thing. Yeah, they kind of sort of hinted, but like, I don't want to subscribe to that. I I like it's the skill of of mm-hmm. the force user. Um, oh shit, I blanked out. Fuck, that was I had to say something. Shit, fuck. shit, fuck, 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 shit. Titty cut. Well, pulse. Think about that, and while you're thinking about that, you have Anakin and Obi Wan. Anakin is predestined to be the strongest of all and bring balance. And Obi-Wan whooped his ass twice. Obi-Wan is not at the same power level as Anakin, but it's he's because still because the Force wanted to put Anakin just down and down and down, so he'd keep fighting and became but, but Anakin's supposed to be the chosen one. Like, So the Force doesn't favor Anakin? So as but, far as the balance, I, I, I don't think that it's a matter of uh, the Force deeming someone like they're going to be the one to, to, to create that balance. If you... N- I don't know if you noticed, but there is this sort of other underlying theme of of balance, which 
now that we have you know the the uh, live action established statues of like you know, the missing daughter, the father and son, I feel like like Balin Skull. They never really said that he was a Sith. He's not. No. Right. So I think that 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 sweet spot area is that balance. Like Ahsoka was able to do her thing because she maybe dabbled into the other side. The same thing with Ezra. It was hinted at in uh, the was it Rebels that he sort of like dabbled in the dark side a little bit. A lot. All of these main characters, Luke, obviously fucking uh, Anakin, uh, Ahsoka. And the rest, they all dabbled in like the other side. I think, you know, a great Jedi is where it's at. It's the new hot thing. And I Jedi. think, and I think they we get too hung up on light side and dark side. Like, yeah, it's not them being like, oh, let me put this aside and then use this power. It's their personality. It's their intent at the time. Like, they're if they're mad, that energy is going to be darker. But they're not abandoning everything else and just using like this fuel now like it's one of those things where it's the whole person like and when ahsoka finds that balance she we call her ahsoka the white but i think she's more willing to trust the force and what what you get when you trust the force is you know the force works through you you're not putting your personality into it you're not putting your will into it you're just kind of going with the flow yeah if that no, makes I can sense see that. how much do like we as an audience know that the force is trying to balance things but how many of the characters know that is that like a pretty common teaching in the, in the Jedi Order? That the Force will always try to balance? No. Yeah, because that that would feel like that would be hard to go into battle knowing that like you're not going to win, right? Because like as a Jedi, if you knew that the Force is always trying to balance, you are like, oh, we're going to go fight the, the Sith, but it's like, well, we're not going to win them. We're, we're like, we can't beat the Sith because there's going to be a balance, and that would imbalance it if we beat them. So I, I feel like that would just be like such a weird, weird like. I've I've always battle. thought that it's it's more of the balance within the person as opposed to within you that, know, the yeah, universe, the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Like if you have Jedi who follow the Force and they're not, the Jedi preach you know, light side good, dark side bad. But I think the Force is more of a whole as opposed to like you can only use one side and you're this way, or you can only use this side and you're this way. And I know that's kind of. And ends justify the means kind of thing. If you end up, you know, feeling negative emotions and doing stuff like that, but that's where you find the balance in yourself. Yeah, you can master it. I, I, I did read this thing. Um, <clears throat> I, I will kind of gloss over it a little bit. Th- that Anakin, I guess it was a certain point, or Vader. I, I should say Vader. That there was a point where he didn't need the breathing machine anymore because he could heal his lungs. And it's one of those things that, um, because, you know, whatever you want to say, he dabbled in the dark side. And because he healed his lungs using that side of the force, he started to get happier, you know, just feel lighter, happier. But because of that, his lungs got bad again. So It It was in one of the books. And I remember that I remember the book. Um, no, I don't remember the book. I remember reading that particular passage mm-hmm. though, where he's in his meditation chamber, his armor's off, and he like turns the chamber off and lifts it, and he focuses on his hatred of like everyone, and especially Obi Wan, and that power allows him to like 
heal his body. Like he's he, using the force to heal himself. He makes himself whole, you know, at least you know, breathing wise. And as he's doing that, he's imagining like being able to walk around like that all the time. And then he thinks about Luke, and then Luke would join him, and then they could roll together. And feeling that that kind of pride mm-hmm. in his son turns off that that negative emotion like spigot that he's using to feel sure. it. And he starts to feel, you know, he starts to feel happy, prideful, whatever. And when he loses that focus, he loses the the dark side, and everything, you know, turns off. And he has to turn his his meditation chamber back on to to breathe again. But that was a pretty interesting point. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that was a good. Because uh... other than you know, force healing, kind of established in the mm-hmm. newer trilogies, um, and Boba Fett. What is it called? The the bank bank to tank back to back to tank B A C T A fully healed him, minus you know some limbs and shit like that. But I mean the the technology is like there. Mm-hmm. So but I like that that or whichever one of you guys had brought that. That's fucking great. I think me and him have you, discussed that before. I like that the you know keeping. I, I get all my Star Wars knowledge from Rudy. Yeah, as soon as he brought it up, I remember right exactly <laughs> what. What Doug, you want to suck each other off? What passage he was referring to? <laughs> no, because we're different people. So, yeah, do we want to receiver? Well, do we let's not just... start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hold it, hold it for the end. Save, save for the video content. Yeah. <laughs> Hype attack after hours. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. <clears throat> Jay, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just saying. So, do we want to get into the? The two moments at the end, and then we close it out and go into what do you think is going to happen next? Yeah, like our hype theory or hypothetical <sighs> about the tombs, and we didn't mention Anakin at the end. Oh yeah, I mean Anakin being in the ghost, uh, it, it is what it is. Th- I I think it was a throwaway moment. Like it, it could have been there, and they could have left it out, and it would have been fine. Yeah. Do you feel like it was fan service? Yeah, yeah. I mean. They're kind of setting up this idea that Ahsoka and Sabine and hell, even maybe Balin and Shin are going to like unlock some crazy force shit in mm-hmm. that other galaxy. And maybe Anakin will be there to, to guide him because, you know, he's beyond this world and, mm-hmm. and maybe he has a, a even bigger connection to the force. But I don't know like how that'll fit in. Like if, you know, they'll come in. It'll be the uh, the end game moment of the you know the on your left is the fucking <laughs> whales pumping and they're gonna come with their <laughs> own army. The who know, like the turtles will be fucking snipers or something like that. Um, <laughs> they, so yeah, I, I think there's potential there. Again, it depends on what they do next. In the space between worlds, we're gonna get what we wanted to see at the end of the the new trilogy. We're gonna get all the Sith versus all the Jedi. <laughs> I uh, could you imagine that shit? Like just a uh, an army of, of, of force ghosts I'm versus, ready. versus I'm an ready. army of dark zombies. I'm ready. Ooh. Baby. That, I'm ready. Oh, my God. Interesting. I need it now. I just filled the cup. <laughs> <laughs> I did it to myself. I think I think ultimately what sucks, and I'm, I'm already feeling this, is the the new trilogy, the, the sequel trilogy, like... It was okay, but ultimately, like, not, right? Yes. And Exactly. And the It will more, be great in 10 years. No. The, the more and more that we get these shows, it's just like, God damn it, they fucked those up. 
because like we're we're seeing now like the follow up, especially this this show Ahsoka. We're we're seeing this follow up to what happened during the rebellion and what happened after the fall. And it's like this feels so much more like a sequel to what we had mm. seen, mm-hmm. and it feels so good and it's so awesome. And then to think like, okay, but all of this is constrained or held back by the fact that in in twenty years time in this time frame, like we're gonna deal with yeah, Luke, like the Jedi Order's gone, Kylo's throwing a fit, and somehow the somehow the Emperor came back. Star Wars needs to have its fucking Deadpool moment. Where fucking Palpatine's just chilling in his chair and making all these plans, and then like Deadpool comes in, time traveling, and he just fucking lights him up with like <laughs> with the full clip, and he's waving to Hugh Jackman. He's like, "Yeah, this doesn't exist anymore. Trust me, yeah. <laughs> you'll thank me for it." I mean, it's a shame because I I loved Ray, I loved Finn, I loved Poe, like all the characters that they introduced. Did you love Rose? I, I thought Rose was fine. I mean, it was it, they didn't need. It, it felt odd that they introduced her. <laughs> Rose? There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with Rose. Like she's just a character in the universe that people yeah. chose to hate for no I'm reason. Stirring the pot, man. That's why, that's my job. Yeah, okay, push no, they, stir they, the pot. they chose to hate her because they thought that she was just a token, like just Star Wars adding in as much minority representation, <laughs> diversity as they could. So dumb. <laughs> yeah, no, it really was. And, and even people being mad at the idea of them introducing a random new character, it's like, well, fucking Empire introduced Lando. Right, I, point, I mean, it's yeah. like it's not new to introduce more cast as the series goes on. Um, but yeah, I, no, I I loved a lot of the characters. Even Kylo, I thought was an interesting villain. I mean, there was something I didn't. I never really got into a general uh, Hux. Hux, yeah. So I I agree that like God, I wish they could kind of just reboot those or like wipe them out of existence. That they said that. They were probably going to go back and time travel and wipe that it's, all out. There was talk, but they've already announced like Ray's going to be in a new another movie yeah. or so. Uh, yeah, another movie, right? Yeah. So they're, they're going to follow. The they're going to yeah. They're going to continue with Ray Skywalker, <sighs> Palpatine Skywalker. I don't know. Well, I mean, but there's there's still some interesting story that they can get out of that. It's mm-hmm. just these were so. I st- I still think that Disney was trying to do a soft reboot, and it it didn't take. And they changed their mind halfway through, like because you look at episode seven being pretty much exactly like episode four in so many ways. They were definitely trying to do a soft reboot, and it didn't work. Going back to Ahsoka, yes, thank you. Um, because we were talking about like what we think is going to happen as far as like the end game. Can I ask one big question real quick before you get into your point? Uh, I'm not wearing underwear. (laughs) I'm freshly shaved. Do you think we're going to get more series, or is it going to all leading to the movie immediately. I think we're going to get more series, at least like two, and then lead up to the movie. I, I think we'll get more series. I, I'm really curious if like Hera is going to wait. I mean, Hera doesn't necessarily know Mandalorian or Jin. Doesn't matter. Get her in those orange pants. <laughs> I I can see like Mandalorian touching on it because like Thrawn's return is going to like spread pretty yeah. quickly so i'd be curious how much uh not just the mandalorian but mandalorians in general are going to be involved like in in that episode so i could see that i think we're definitely going to get and i hope we get some sort of story on what ahsoka and sabine are doing in that universe so what i think is going to happen 
okay, is there's no, they better not waste the whole them traveling to another galaxy and not just another galaxy, but like this planet that has, that has the statues of the, the daughter, the father, and the son. That's fucking huge. And that Balin is trying to like unlock something else to break the cycle, the cycle of like the star, the Skywalker saga. Like that's huge. That's a giant plant, if you will. They have to do something with that. They have to do something with the planet. Yeah. So I think that's going to be the main focus of whatever the Endgame uh, Star Wars movie is. And if they don't, I'm going to be pissed. And if they don't, it better be something even better than that idea. There has to at least be a series where they show Ahsoka and Sabine, you know, doing whatever they're doing on that planet. And then Ezra and Hera trying to recreate how the Imperials got to that galaxy so that they can go back and get them. Because I can't see Ezra just be like, well, I got back and they're there, so we'll just, we'll leave them there and, you know, yeah. focus on what's going on here. Like, there has to be some kind of rescue attempt. I mean, that, that's a good question. Like, travel. Would Ezra focus on going back and getting them or focusing on Thrawn? I mean, at this point, Thrawn is there. And Thrawn, I don't know how much Ezra would even know about I mean, yeah, no, Ezra knows that Thrawn's got this undead army, and, and I don't know how much they saw of the sarcophagus. Well, he probably would have saw them when he saw all the sarcophagi, sarcophaguses? What's the plural? I don't know. It doesn't matter. When he was on the ship. So I don't know if he would go back to try to find Ahsoka and Sabine. I mean, I guess they'd be powerful allies, but like Thrawn, he, Thrawn's going to work quick. Well, he, would have, be the fear. he would have to, unless they build another like giant hyper ring that they could use other than him using what he already used to get there, which was Burgle. I feel like they're going to have to get back together. Like the band is going to have to get back together because the army that we saw, you know, that undead army and big, do we think that it's, it's, it's not random dead bodies in there, you know, random stormtroopers, but it's people from, uh, like the actual night sisters, yeah, the, yeah, the night sisters, like powered dark side Ooh. users. Yeah. Oh, and the sarcophagus, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 not dark side magic with the yeah. with the K user. I didn't so think about that shit. So Fuck. you have all of, you know, those people in there, and then what do you mean by those people? Exactly. <laughs> do you imagine like like at least a thousand Darth Mauls running around? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because they ended up back on at Death Deathmere. Deathmere, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where they went. So. A lot of people think that that was the deal, you know, that Thrawn made with the sisters, you know, of if, if you rescue me, you know, I'll take you back to your planet and then we'll bring back your people. So because of this massive under army and you have the heroes all spread apart, you know, like how Star Wars does, they separate everybody. But it's, it's going to be a point where. I feel everybody has to come back together. Oh, to yeah. Fight this I, that'll army. be the movie. Like I said, I yeah. think it'll be the end game moment. Yeah. For sure. So it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds, especially with all the characters and all that stuff. It just sucks that we have to wait so long, right? Because nothing's, nothing, at least in that era, is in production, right? Because of the strikes and everything. I know Acolyte, I think the trailer leaked. Mm -hmm. I haven't looked. I don't like looking at leaks. We don't know how much he's written, but for sure, I don't think anything's like in production. I'm, I'm sure he has a roadmap, and, you know, once. All the strikes are over because the writers is over, but now it's the actors. And then yeah. down the line, a couple more uh, divisions of, of film, like the unions. The, oh, yeah. I'm sure the Teamsters and the, all that kind of stuff. Teamsters. Yeah. Maybe we'll get another series because of that. I hate leaks. So maybe we'll get a 
because of all this uh, stuff that's going on, maybe we might get a series and then jump into the movie. Damn, like this! Just, what a terrible moment for a strike, and you know, the studios to hold out because they don't want to pay people. You know, whatever it is, they're asking to be paid for and it lasted the, the a while. small beans compared to what they actually make profit wise. Yeah. And it's it's so crazy to me because you see all these execs making millions and millions of dollars, and then <laughs> they, they're like, "No, oh, but our money's our our movies lose money. Like we're not profiting over here as they're buying NFL teams." Like, it's not even that. They're just like, "Well, <laughs> well, they signed the contract, so that's what they agreed to." It's yeah. like, "Fuck you guys, it still ain't right." But and, what I mean, whatever. And they expect certain percentages and stuff like that. So we're, we're ultimately, we as consumers are gonna and like. I think prices are going to go up everywhere. And, yeah. and honestly, they probably should have a long time ago. We, uh, well, I already heard so Netflix is going to go up in price next year. Yeah. Oh, every, and they just did. Yeah. And they just went up. So but as far up again. As far as Star Wars is concerned, though, like on, on a positive note, even if we had to wait, you know, a few years maybe, we're still in this awesome era of nerdum that we know we're going to get more Star Wars shit. I, I mean, I'm excited that we're exploring so many different eras within Star Wars. Yeah. But it does, like, this one particularly, I'm like, we're so invested in because we've had three series now within it. Um, and we're dealing with characters that we've known from the cartoons that, like, yeah, yeah, okay, Acolyte's coming, cool, High Republic stuff, that's awesome. Sure, Andor season two, which Andor is fucking amazing. I'm, I'm excited for that. But I'm still just like, I need to know what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> like, all that other stuff is great, and I love it. But, like, what is Thrawn going to do? What's in the sarcophagus? What's Ahsoka and Sabine going to do? Like, and that's that is going to be like a few years out, I think. And that's what's going to bring you back to it. Yeah, yeah. I guess if I'm alive, then I don't know. Yeah, like I don't like, want to come I, back I've to it before. Now, yeah, I never expected to live this long. So every every day to me is like a gift. Well, just like I always say, like I need you. dick. <laughs> I need it now. I can't wait. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> uh, so is that as good a place as any to wrap up? Fuck yeah. You know, the, the one thing I forgot to mention is that we called an audible on this entire episode, which we've done before. I know we were supposed to talk about spoopy, scoop, spoopy, doopy, spooky doogies. Whatever the spooky fuck. Spooky doogies. Okay. <laughs> I know we were supposed to do that, uh, but we ended up talking about Ahsoka, and it's, it's just what happens. That's how conversations go. Yeah, I don't know if. If you guys have all figured out yet, but we fucking love Star Wars. Yeah. Love Star Wars. <laughs> we can I, talk about I, I, that. Yeah, I think our Star Wars episodes are like were the most coherent. At least I am the most coherent. When we're okay, let's about not Star go down the whole Star Wars thing again. But I want to <laughs> set everybody up for what's to come on the next episode. Have we done that? Some teasers. We're gonna, no, we're we're gonna, gonna finally talk about some spooky stuff. The movies and games that scared us because it's October. Ooh, it's, it's almost like an October fest in here. No, yeah, no. it's a something yeah. fest. Until yeah. <laughs> I get a stein and a pretzel. Okay, so I'll, I'll have that for the next episode. So that oh, is on as, my list. That's as good as places. Thank any. God, I can finally look forward to this shit. <laughs> okay, now that's as good as places any to put a button, put a button on it. Let's it? wrap this thing up. Put a bow and the chapter bookend it. A whatever space bow. A space bow. Hit us up in the comment section in the DMs about your theories about what might happen. On Instagram, on TikTok, at the Hype Attack. Even what you thought of the series as a whole? Yep. What'd you think about that whole Doug? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like uh, Isaac said, comment and uh, DM. Keep the conversation going mm-hmm. with yourselves and your friends and your family and random strangers at the bus stop and people at the coffee shop. <laughs> and Keep uh, those holes filled. 
yeah fill all the holes i don't know whatever comment on our instagram please i check it every like five days and i just like some stuff uh, thanks guys for listening check us out next friday with a brand new episode of the hype attack same hype time same, same hype, hype channel. channel hype attack <laughs>